Hello, and welcome to Not Our First Rodeo, a podcast on faith and life by Christian women who have collectively made every mistake in the book. This is a Titus 2 podcast by King of Kings PCA, and we hope this episode is edifying to you as you continue to grow in holiness. Welcome to Not Our First Rodeo. I'm here with Kara, Linda, and I'm Gail, and we're here on another topic that I believe someone requested, and that is of remorse. Boy, the word alone just puts a knot in my stomach. Mm-hmm. How about you? Sounds, yeah. like, sounds like a fun one. Yeah, this won't be fun. Well, maybe. Uh, the word itself is not in the Bible, but the idea of it is often in the Bible. The only place I found it was Matthew 27, 3. It says, when Judas, who had betrayed him, saw that Jesus was condemned, he was seized with remorse and returned the 30 pieces of silver. Boy, if anyone had a reason to feel remorse. Mm. Can you imagine betraying the Savior of the world? Having to live with that? Well, he couldn't live with it. He ended up taking his life. He could not live with it. So remorse is very strong. Remorse isn't like, oh, I probably shouldn't have done that. Mm. Remorse is this deep, heavy sadness, I guess I would say, Mm. over something we've done. Yeah, it's not... It's bigger or deeper than guilt. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't always know that I understand the differences. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think you can feel guilty about something, and just leave it. You know, just at the feeling. But remorse kind of feels like something that there's an action behind it yeah. to me. Yeah. Here's the definition from the dictionary: deep and painful regret for wrongdoing. Mm-hmm. So it's deep it's painful um do you ever have god bring up things you did maybe a long long time ago that you still if you think about it you feel that way all over again Mm -hmm. i hate that feeling yeah keeps me up at night sometimes among other things (laughs) yeah it's not pleasant at all so here we have an example of judas who, of course, betraying Jesus. Um, and yet we've betrayed him, not in this specific way, right? Sure. I can remember times I was ashamed of the gospel, um, thinking, oh, well, it would sound foolish to this person. Mm-hmm. So maybe I, you know, I would never think, oh, I'm ashamed of the gospel. I know Romans one sixteen, <laughs> right? But yet, being in a group of people where everyone's an atheist or something and... Mm-hmm. I'm saying that this Jewish Jewish Palestinian man in the first century was the answer to everything in the whole world. Yeah. You know, it can give you pause. Um What do you what do we do with remorse? Oh, here, wait, here's some uh, synonyms. Anguish, regret, repentance, contrition, grief, guilt, sorrow, and shame. So remorse seems to encapsulate not only guilt and shame, but it's just a much deeper, heavier feeling. And I like that um, remorse is something that leads to repentance and contrition. If you're not remorseful, are you going to change, really? No. And I think that I, I think that's kind of what I was thinking when I say I think it's bigger than guilt. Yeah. I, I can feel guilty sometimes and still pretty easily be dismissive, like dismiss it. And mm-hmm. and not 
it doesn't stay with me for mm-hmm. days and days. And I think when you are feeling remorse, you can't just, you know, offload it somewhere else and think you're going to get back to it. It It's moved in for a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, we try to shake it off, right? But maybe yeah. we need to sit with it a little bit. I don't mean drag us down to where we're not accepting forgiveness or anything like that, but I don't think some it is something you can really even shake off quickly. Yeah. I think remorse is difficult because unlike repentance, unlike, you know, um, some of the other aspects of Christian re- relationship with God, remorse can be very self-directed. It's like, I can't believe I did that, you know? Right. And it, and it becomes self-focused that we haven't met our own expectation for our own behavior. Okay. And that's, that can lead us down, you know, a slippery slope. It can. And if we're not careful, you know, dwelling on past wrongs too much mm-hmm. is not accepting the grace of Christ. Right. Because Judas hung himself. You know, his remorse was so inward that he didn't see that he could ask forgiveness, mm-hmm. that he could be forgiven, that mm-hmm. he could be restored. And and he chose death instead of restoration. Mm-hmm. Compare that then, Linda, to Peter's remorse after denying Christ three times. So Peter denied Christ, which in a sense is betraying, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's a different type, but it's betrayal. Mm-hmm. And it says that Peter wept when he realized what he'd done. So he just like Judas, felt really awful. And yet, when he saw Christ and had the opportunity, he hopped, he jumped in the water and went to him rather than away from him. Mm. Yes, and look what, because of running to Christ, he's one of the pillars of the church, right? Yeah. yeah. He's someone God picked to yeah. be a main leader in his church. That should give us encouragement in our remorse. Like, mm-hmm. I am feeling this lousy, and maybe I should. You know, what I did was awful, um, but I am forgiven. And it, so many times we're made to feel like, or we're not made, we just do it. We're not supposed to be in any type of ministry because of our background or something like that. And I think Peter and Paul too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Killing and persecuting Christians in the church, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Can you imagine the remorse he must have felt to some degree? Yeah. And yet, but God, right? Yeah. Well, I think, too, you know, it's important for us to realize remorse is supposed to be doing something. It, oh. it You know, like I right. think of Peter. Peter did not know what he was made of yet. Like he <laughs> went into that story mm-hmm. thinking, nope, not me. And then you, some there's times where you're like, yes, me too. Like yeah. I, I will, I will deny him if I'm given, fifteen seconds of my mm-hmm. own pride to face. But 
it's supposed to do something. And it did. Mm. It prepared Peter to go and lead the church. Mm-hmm. And I know thinking of Judas, he didn't let it do its work. Mm-hmm. He just kind of took over. And right. so, you know, we, we should not, if we have something that affects us as deeply as the words that you were reading in this definition, we should have nowhere else to go, but God, like we have to go there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Otherwise it's not remorse. It's, you know, just, mm. it's something else. It's something, something else. else. Yeah. yeah. What about this? I'm not sure. I'm thinking about it, but I really haven't landed. The idea that <clears throat> if we experience remorse, that can be a great catalyst for amended behavior in the future. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, think about parenting. <laughs> I look back and think, gosh, you know, I'd give anything. Mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. able to go back and do that again and do it right and do it differently. <laughs> but we can't. Mm-mm. But we can, going forward, incorporate whatever it is that God has shown us to do differently. And, yeah. Yeah. And but where my struggle is, I, and I totally agree, but that doesn't always work. I mean, I have a close friend who, you know, identifies as an alcoholic. I don't know if, you know, we can go back and forth as should we identify with right, right. things that aren't Christ. But let's just put that, she has a struggle with alcohol. And, and, you know, as any alcoholic or someone who struggles with that, they will tell you there are hurtful things that they did to other people. And I know in 12-step programs, one of the steps is making amends. Yep. You know, writing a list and mm-hmm. going to everyone you've offended and giving them a chance to say how it affected them and asking for forgiveness, which I think is can be a really good thing to do. But I don't think remorse alone can keep us from behavior. In fact, I oh. think it's mm-hmm. like, something like drinking. You know, you get drunk and you do horrible things. And then you feel guilty about it, so you drink again so that you don't have to feel the pain of what you did, and it just keeps going and going and going. I think to move past remorse, um, we need to have a renewed imagination for how life can be different, how I can act differently. And usually with addicts... um, if you, you know, I like to listen to things about people who have addictions and when they came out of it and what was the catalyst, it's usually, they get this sliver glimmer of hope that it could be different and what that would look like. That pulls them out more than just, I stink, I'm terrible, I hurt so many people. That almost perpetuates. Right. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Explain. Well, I think remorse very often is looking inward and we have to look to Christ. That's so good. You know, for forgiveness, for repentance, for change. Yeah. And, And he is the source of of that change, of that goodness that we want. And if I keep looking inside, 
at what I've done and how rotten I am and how I am mm-hmm. just going to continue to spiral down. Yeah. Rather than looking out and. That's good. It's a downward spiral when we do that. So, yes, we should repent. Yes, we should feel grief or pain that we've inflicted. At the same time, we don't want to get stuck there, right? Mm -hmm. And that's where we have to look outside ourselves. We get hope from Christ and him doing a work on us. Uh, And that is, I think, a bigger motivation to change. Yeah. I was thinking, I don't know if I have this fleshed out well or not, but here goes I was thinking that remorse almost feels like a type of encouragement okay in that it can course correct us you know it yeah sometimes if you just feel guilty about something and I'm not trying to minimize guilt but I think sometimes it's a little more surface like you can you know take it or leave it and I don't really mean take it or leave it but remorse is a bigger deeper it's you got to wrestle with it a little bit and i was when you're talking about the addicts sometimes they say like the the key for them is to love something more and so i was thinking about remorse can have an ability to help us reorient our loves because the the whatever we made that decision and we feel remorse for it whatever it was that we did that was the thing we loved the most yep at that moment absolutely and as we've come and face and have to really carry the weight of remorse and work through what remorse is and what it's supposed to do in us. It can remind us that we love something more. Yeah. Greater loves is huge. And as you were talking, Kara, I was reminded, you know, a little while ago we recorded on encouragement and a verse, you know, that, which you can't cover everything. Right. Right. But um, in Hebrews, it says, encourage one another day after day, as long as it's still called today. So that none of you is hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. Right. Yeah. And I think being stuck in remorse hardens us. It's, oh, yeah. it's sin lying to us and saying, this is who you are. You're never going to change. You will always be, you know, abhorrent mm-hmm. in so-and-so's eyes. And you know what? Sometimes we do things and someone might never, ever have a good opinion of us again. But that's never true of God. Yeah. Never true. And to encourage day after day. And it shouldn't lead us into self, being self-deprecating. It should lead us to the foot of the cross. Yep. You know, so if we're still just, you know, me, 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 I'm awful, I'm awful, we're still missing something. Yes. Yep. There was, there is a Savior that has died and said, I died not just for your guilt, but also for your shame. Mm-hmm. And so if we're staying with us where we are not going <laughs> is to the one who saves. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah, because... We're not even, we don't even think we're as bad as we are. Do you know what I mean? If God, when he does show us, we're just horrified, right? Yeah. Um, And in his kindness, he doesn't show us. We know intellectually, his word tells us the degree of our sin, you know, total depravity. But if he gives you like a glimmer, sometimes we just can't even stand up. No. And, you know, that's why when people come with a harsh criticism, you know, I always think you don't know the half of it. Yeah. Well, I don't know the half of it, mm-hmm. you know, because God has protected me from having to bear that all at once. Yeah. You know, that our sanctification is slow is a gift. Mm-hmm. Right. So that we can work out our salvation, you know, with fear yeah. and trembling, but it's, it's a process. It's not a, well, there's an instant sanctification. I'm talking about progressive sanctification right. yeah. where 
we struggle to grow and become more like Jesus. So remorse is a part of our lives. I don't know. I mean, it's different from lament, but I think we can lament our remorse too, or what caused yeah. the remorse. Or one could lead to another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they may not be the same thing, but they they visit the same house often. <laughs> yeah. And I think often remorse handled rightly in our own lives mm-hmm. functions like admonishment. Yeah. You know. That's better than encouragement. I like that. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> you know, so you change course. You look to Christ. You... you um, turn away from that whatever mm-hmm. and toward Christ and we can only do that with his help absolutely we don't have the strength on our own no it's overwhelming yeah to think about sin apart from the cross yes yeah. so i wonder if that's you know people who don't trust in Christ they deny sin because they they really couldn't deal they'd have no way to deal with it so right. it's not sin it's an alternative lifestyle it's my right. choice I'm just loving you know it gets redefined repackaged so that it's palpable um, yeah to ourselves so we can live with ourselves right yeah. if so and so hadn't done that I never would have done uh-huh. you mm-hmm. know or yeah. I've heard some people you know who have committed adultery, which is, is a sin that is forgiven, right? And people can move past it mm-hmm. and have fruitful lives. Um, but, you know, well, my husband paid no attention to me or mm-hmm. he, he worked too much. Now, yeah, those are factors that can lead to making sin easier, but right. we can never blame it on another person, right? Well, no, because if you're going to do that with adultery, you can wiggle yourself out of every sin. Everything. You know, there, you can always make... I have a million reasons why everything I do wrong could be someone else's fault. You know, yeah, it, it's yeah. no different than when we do that with remorse. I'll it, never forget, there was, there was a trial in California. A teenager um, had killed another teenager, um, stabbed him with a knife because he wanted his leather jacket. And the defense was that he was innocent because he had grown up in poverty and hadn't had the advantages that this other kid had. And, you know, sure. Yeah, well, give him your jacket. Wow. He never had one. Yeah. That's... Boy, and you can see, though, how our culture's going with that kind of where that thought is coming from. Mm-hmm. You know, if you think about critical race theory and things like that. Um, you know, usually with the people we disagree with about societal issues, we don't disagree on the problem, but how to get there and how to remedy, that's where right. the big disagreement. You know, we know poverty's a problem. We know sure. disadvantage is a problem, but... Yeah, that's never an excuse. Yeah. How sad some teenager lost their life for a hundred dollar leather jacket. That's just really tragic. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. I I know it's not talking about remorse, but I think of that verse that says, "Let something have its good work in you." Work is that the work? Yeah. You know? like, Keep going. 
And I think that it may, it's supposed to bear fruit, blah, 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 in keeping with something have its perfect. Yes. And so I know it's not about talking about remorse, but I think remorse is of no use at all, except that it is supposed to be producing something. It's supposed to do something. Right. The Lord allows us to have these moments where we just are just gripped with the reality of where we can go and what we are capable of. But it's just not supposed to just stop at that information. It's supposed to be producing something in us. It is remorse should be helping to form and shape us just like the word of God. Yeah. Just like so many other things that if it's not doing that. It should be the controlling factor. Yeah. Because it is a type of emotion. Emotions are good teachers, but terrible leaders, right? Right, right. But paying no attention at all, you're going to find yourself in the same spot again. And that's why we shouldn't deny them. You know, there's a switch. I hear some, you know, Christian podcasts and stuff where, you know, that goes too far the other way. Yeah. You know, God gave us emotions in and of themselves. You know, God has emotions as recorded in scripture. I think we listen to them. We don't let them lead us or, you know, but we listen. They're telling us something. Right. They're there as messengers. Mm-hmm. But not as leaders. That's excellent. I used to always tell the girls, let it in the car, but don't let it drive. <laughs> That's really good. That's <laughs> like good. they're yeah. they're they're gonna be there. They just don't get to be behind the wheel. Yeah. Right. And yeah. Right. Yeah. One of my favorite lines. I changed it a little bit because it works better for me. But in that book, Unseduced mm-hmm. and Unshaken where she really is talking to young women kind of in the just becoming adult stages. And she has a chapter on emotions and she compare, you know, sense and sensibility. She compares Marianne and Eleanor and she says, I'm like, we need more Eleanor's in a Marianne world. Mm-hmm. You know, just the idea of Marianne totally emotion led and makes a fool out of herself. Eleanor holds back. She's accused of being cold. She's not cold, yeah. but she saves her emotions for, she processes them. And when it's appropriate, she expresses them. Yeah. And uh, so if remorse, it has, it's got, it's an an emotional category. Listen to it. Pray about it. Ask God what he's trying to teach you through it Mm -hmm. and how you need to change. And then confess. And at some point you have to move on. You can't wallow in this forever. Yeah. Yep. All right. We'll see you next time. Today's episode was brought to you by the Women of King of Kings Church. Visit our show notes for more information.